Well, hello, everyone. You are listening to Real Relationship Talk, and I am your host, Dana Shea. I am beyond excited today, you all. It is our anniversary. Yes, Real Relationship Talk is officially one years old today. Now, actually, I'm going to be honest with you. We turned one last week, but I was sick, you guys. I was sick for 10 days, and I had some shows that were pre-done. And so now that I'm on the mend and we're back live, I'm actually able to celebrate. And I hope you guys can hear the excitement in my voice. This has been such an incredible journey. And we are going to spend the next, oh, 30 minutes or so just celebrating what God has done, not only for this podcast, but through this podcast. I have met you and you have met me. And none of that would have been possible if this podcast didn't live and if it weren't birthed. And I have had such an amazing time. It has been exciting. It has been challenging. It has been rewarding. I went on record early on in the podcast and I said that I don't ever want to miss a week. And I got that from one of my favorite podcast hosts, Carrie Newhoff, who actually leads the Carrie Newhoff Leadership Podcast. Carrie is so different than I am. He is a white Canadian man who talks to church leaders and entrepreneurs about all things leadership, but I absolutely love his podcast. And there were a lot of things, especially early on in this podcast, that I really kind of took from him. But one of the things that Carrie said is, we never miss a week. And for me, y'all, just real talk, like I had struggled in so many areas with being consistent And so I said, if I'm going to start a podcast, I don't want to start it and then take off a couple weeks and then come back. I'm sure that we've all seen podcasts like that. No shade. But I just wanted to make sure that if I was going to set out to do this, that I was going to be consistent. And you all, here we are at episode 54, never having missed a week. Praise God. So I'm so happy to have you here today. This is going to be a fun episode. This is going to be different. And um, I just want to encourage you to stick around. And I want to hear from you what has been a highlight for you as you have engaged with this podcast over the last year. Or maybe you're just finding out about us. This is your first episode. I would love to hear from you. What is something that you enjoyed from today's show? So let's go ahead and jump into our anniversary episode. Okay, you guys, so I'm just so giddy over here. I wrote down some notes because I do not want to talk to y'all for an hour. I mean, I would love to talk to y'all for an hour, but I know you've got things to do. So I'm not going to be before you very long. However, I wanted to kind of recap um, just what God has done. And I literally, I say that without trying to be like super spiritual. It is literally a God thing that this podcast was birthed and that it continues to grow. When I was looking at some of my statistics, y'all, I literally had to like refresh my page because I was like, there's no way that these numbers are what they are. And 
you know, it is literally all glory to God. Like, I could not have done this on my own. And I know that I also could not have done it without your help. So many of you have shared these podcast episodes. You've recommended this show to your friends and to your family. And I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that you believe in this show, that you enjoy it. Thank you so much for those of you who have shared it on social media, who have written reviews, who have engaged um, in any way. I just want to tell you from the bottom of my heart, I appreciate it. This is one of the favorite things that I get to do every week, sitting in front of a microphone and just having a conversation with you, having a real relationship talk conversation. So I set out to do a podcast that was real and raw. You know, I am a huge information connoisseur. I'm a reader. I love reading. I always have like four or five books going on at a time. I'm a huge podcast listener. And so I'm kind of always in the space of relationships and and self-improvement and all of that. And there are some shows and and some folks that I follow that I love and adore. And then to be honest, y'all, there are some people who I'm like, how are you this famous? <laughs> like, if I can just be honest, like, how are you so well known? Because I feel like a lot of times these shows, especially the Christian ones, if I can just be honest, are super sanitized. And I don't believe that they are dealing with issues that normal, regular folks face on the day to day. And so when I decided to start a podcast, I was like, you know what? I don't want to have this cute little sanitized show where I'm just regurgitating something that somebody read in a Christian book somewhere. Like, I really want to have conversations that I don't feel like a lot of people are having. So I hope that that has been just a source of encouragement to you. That's probably the number one comment that I get from people who listen to this podcast is that they appreciate the realness and the rawness. And that makes me so happy because that's exactly what I set out to do. I am a Christian. Obviously, if you guys have been following this podcast, you know I am a pastor at my church. I love me some Jesus. Okay, he saved my life. But I also know that Jesus was not afraid to just be real. He was not afraid to be with regular folks. He addressed society's issues. He met people where they were. And I strive to be like him in so many, actually every area of my life. And I know I don't get it right all the time. I'm still a work in process, Lord knows. But one of the things that I wanted to do as a podcast host is to create a show that I think Jesus would come on like if he was if he were a guest and that he would be proud of you know i i don't want to perpetuate this idea that christianity is you know, without problems or there aren't divorces in Christian marriages and they're not real heavy issues in Christian marriages and in Christian relationships. And so hopefully, again, you have felt that genuineness. Um, it is really my number one desire as I create is to create stuff that's real, to create things that are helpful, to create things that actually answer real problems and solve real problems that real people are having. So I could spend all day talking about that. I'm super passionate about it. But let's talk about some real cool things that have happened over the last year with Real Relationship Talk. First of all, you guys, we are live in over 33 countries. Like, I could not believe that when I saw how many people all over the world engage with this show. Y'all, some of these countries, I don't even know. Like, we are live in Omen, 
Where is Omen? I've never even heard of that country before. We are in Portugal, Norway, the Netherlands, Belgium, Iceland, India, Greece, Botswana, Zambia, Brazil, Germany, Malaysia, Jamaica, South Africa. Yes, I went there for my 40th birthday. Y'all remember that? Zimbabwe. Did I say that already? Hong Kong, Denmark, the UK, Australia, Spain, Canada, the United States, and I could keep going. And y'all, when I tell y'all that, like, first of all, I'm like, I don't even know how people are listening to this. I don't want to be ignorant and, and believe that, like, obviously people speak English in those countries as well. But I'm sure that there are there's a language barrier um, in some of those nations. And, you know, when I saw 33, and that was just over the last couple of episodes, it, it could be more or less on other shows. I'm not sure. But I'm just going to average about 33 because that's what's been um, on these last couple episodes. But, you know, the fact that real relationship talk is is worldwide, like, praise the Lord, you know, praise God that this message is getting out to couples and to people, individuals all over the world. That makes me so happy. And another thing that I want to share with you guys I'm super excited about is that this podcast also has 4.8 stars on Apple Podcasts and 31 reviews. And I ask you guys often to write reviews about the show, not because I want y'all to tell me how great I am and I need my ego strokes, but because I realize that people in Botswana, in Zambia, in the Netherlands, how do they find out about this show? They find out about it because people just like you write a review and Apple Podcasts then shares podcasts who have high reviews with more of an audience. And so it's it's an intentional thing when I ask you all to write reviews. And I want you to be honest. I mean, if you listen to this show and you don't get any value, well, then keep it moving. You know, I don't expect you to make up something. But I know that there are many of you who you do get value out of this podcast. And I don't know about you, but like when I go to a restaurant and I eat something really, really good, which I love food. So that happens a lot. um, I usually get on social media and tell people about it. Like, you know, when something's really good, you just want other people to experience it with you. You're like, you have got to try this, whatever it is. Right. And then you really want them to have the same experience that you had. And, you know, shameless plug for sharing our faith. Right. Like when we believe that Jesus has done in our lives what he's done in our lives and we get excited about that. Like it shouldn't be difficult for us to then share that same faith with other people. And that's really what we're doing when we share this podcast. When you write a review, it helps other people to be like, hmm, I'm going to check that out, you know, and and then their lives are blessed and their marriages are restored and their relationships flourish. So thank you so much for those of you guys who have written reviews and who have rated this podcast from the bottom of my heart. I really, really appreciate that. All right. So I have to be honest with you guys and tell you when I first started the show, I knew I wanted to do like an interview based show. I love interviews. Like I remember when Oprah was on the air and I would love watching her interview. Like I love the celebrities and, and everything that she brought on the show. But one of my favorite things to do was just to watch her engage with people. I love people. I love talking to people. I love having deep conversations with people. And so I knew 
when I started this podcast, I wanted to bring on really interesting people. I want to learn from them and I want you all to learn from them. So I kind of started thinking like, all right, who would I have on the show? And I wrote a list of all the people at that time that I wanted to invite on the show. And then I was like, all right, Dana, you got to dream a little bit bigger. And it's not a knock to like the people who I know personally, but I realized like there are some people who have really blessed me in my marriage who they don't even know who I am. They don't know that I exist, but I want them on the show. And one of the first people, y'all, that I invited that I just knew was going to be a no. I was like, I don't even know why I'm asking him to come on the show. He is going to be like, you little peon, do not email me again. Delete, right? Like, I don't know why I thought that. I just had this feeling. And it was Mort Fertel. And Mort, I actually met Mort, and I say met by actually stalked his email list and followed him and just consumed everything that he put online like 12 years ago. But Mort was one of those who he was saying something different. And he was preaching to my soul. Like literally when when Sean and I were kind of going through the thick of our marriage problems, it was Mort's voice that God used to really give me hope. And Mort wrote a book called Marriage Fitness, and he was actually featured on episode 17, where we talked about stop fixing your marriage problems, start connecting instead. And Mort's whole message is really helping couples to stop focusing on their problems, because so often that's what we think we need to do. It's like we need to talk about every single problem that we've ever had. We need to address them head on. And I learned how to operate in relationships differently. I learned how to do a different dance. Y'all hear me talk about dancing a lot in relationships. That's where that came from. And so when I invited Mort on the show and he said, yes, I about died. I about died. I could not believe that he said yes. And then I was all nervous, y'all. I was hot. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to talk to him about? Like, I mean, I was, I was just, I was all over the place. And it was such a great episode. And I'm so grateful. He's so down to earth and, um, and just really encouraged me on the show. Another couple who came on the show who I absolutely love, Tony and Alyssa DeLorenzo, they actually have a marriage podcast called One Extraordinary Marriage. I also thought they were going to say no, and they said yes, and they came on the show. We had an amazing conversation. They encouraged me as a podcast host after we actually stopped recording, and and it was awesome. And then I had Sheila Ray Gregoire on the show, who, again, I've been following Sheila for years. She was on episode 24, and, and so this is the deal. One thing that I want to encourage you all is to dream big and to ask. One of the things I tell my kids all the time is I'm like, you know, you have not because you ask not. Like, that's actually a scripture. But I was telling my son, Colin, that tonight. We were in the store, and he wanted to get a Redbox movie. And so when we were literally walking out of the store, he says, oh, I wish we could have gotten a Redbox movie. And I said, why didn't you ask? And he goes, because I thought you would have said no. And I said, well, guess what? You don't have the movie now because you thought I was going to say no. And this is the thing, is that often in our relationships, you all, we don't have what we need because we don't ask. We assume that the person that we're in a relationship with should either know what we need or we feel like they're not going to give us what we need. So why even ask? And so we go without because we didn't make the ask. And so if there's something that I have learned over this last year, it's to ask. Do you know that there is not one guest who I have reached out to who has said no? Now, there are a couple people who I'm still waiting to hear back from, but no one has said no. 
And that means a lot to me, but it also reveals to me something. How many opportunities have I missed out on in my life? How many opportunities have you missed out on in your life because you weren't courageous enough to ask? So make the ask. All right. Some people ask me, what is my favorite episode? And that's so hard because like I said before, I love every single episode. I genuinely do. There is something that I can find in every single episode that was like a favorite moment. That was like a tweetable statement, right? And it's hard for me to be like, okay, this was my favorite one. But I will tell you what your favorite one, according to the numbers, have been. And it was actually extremely early in the podcast, episode two, where we had Dr. Cyrus Williams on talking about overcoming infidelity in marriage. Now, the next episode was me and Sean's story, Rebuilding Trust, Rebuilding Us. And that was like neck and neck with Dr. Cyrus Williams's episode. And so that tells me a lot. It tells me that there are a lot of you who are experiencing infidelity or who have experienced infidelity and you need help in that area. And y'all, I can relate. Y'all know, or maybe you don't because maybe you're newer to the show, but that was me and Sean's story. And I remember when we were in the thick of all of our infidelity stuff, right-ish, if you will, um, we would reach out to folks and it was like crickets. Or we would reach out to people and well-intended people. I'm sure that they had good hearts, but maybe they just didn't feel equipped to help. And so there was not a lot of resources. There were not a lot of people who were willing to just sit with us in our pain, help us through our mess, be real with us, keep us accountable. Like when I tell you we didn't have it, we didn't have it. And so me and Sean made a decision that we didn't want to be that way to other people, that if God brought us out of our mess, that we would be the couple that we never had. And so these two episodes, again, neck and neck, lets me know that there are a lot of you out there who are also searching for help and you are searching for support. And I'm so thankful that you found this podcast. And we're going to do many more episodes focusing on infidelity, not because it's the favorite thing to talk about, but because it's a huge need. It's a huge need. Infidelity is absolutely ravaging marriages. It is absolutely destroying families. And so many people are walking into adulterous relationships, not because they're bad people, but because they're ill-equipped and because they don't know. First of all, they're not self-aware. And then second of all, they're not others aware. And so they miss red flags, warning signs all over the place, and then they get themselves in a situation that they can't get out of, and then the shame and the guilt and all of that stuff compounds, and it's just a mess. And so we're going to be having more conversations about that coming up. Ladies, guess what? I'm super excited to announce to you my new group coaching class called Wife Life. That's right. This group coaching class is going to be for wives and soon-to-be wives, women who are engaged to be married, who want to go deeper in their relationships with their husbands and deeper in their relationships with one another. You guys, I have been in several group coaching classes, and if I can give you a little secret, you not only glean from the wisdom of the main coach, which is 
just me, but you are also going to glean from the wisdom and the stories and the encouragement and the support of each other. I want to encourage those of you who, for whatever reason, haven't been able to get started with individual coaching or even relationship coaching. Group coaching is going to blow your socks off. You are going to be so glad that you are a part of this initial class. I cannot wait to see you in this session. So here's the deal. For more information and all the deets, head over to danashay.com forward slash wife life. That's D-A-N-A-C-H-E dot com forward slash wife life. I'm super excited about this session, you guys. We are going to go higher. We are going to be better wives. And our husbands are going to be the happy recipients of everything that we're going to learn. So I will see you in the Wife Life class. Talk soon. Now I want to talk to you about the quickest podcast that climbed the chart. And this was one of my favorite episodes. It was actually featuring Sean, my husband, and it was Making Love Outside the Bedroom. That episode, y'all, was so special to me. And it actually, we just did a sweet repeat a couple of shows ago when I was sick. That was our episode that we did. I believe it was episode 52. And again, it shot right up the charts. And I'm like, wow, people really want to talk about making love, huh? They really want to talk about making love outside the bedroom. And so I remember when Sean and I were actually recording the episode, like, I don't know if you, when you talk sex to your spouse like it does something to you like we like we're sitting in this studio like um we're gonna have to press pause here um and come back to the people later because we got some business to take care of like it was so so um just intimate you know if i can just for lack of a better word it was it was great but it was also super helpful and so what we did from that one episode is we actually launched our first online couples workshop called, wait for it, Making Love Outside the Bedroom. (laughs) And it was very well attended. We had so many couples come into that workshop and it was such a great night. I mean, we got so many, we still get feedback from that workshop. And so if you were not able to attend that workshop, it is actually available today on my website, danashay.com forward slash shop, you can buy it as an e-course. It's very affordable, and I want to encourage you to get your hands on that, especially if you are struggling in the lovemaking department. You need to hear what we discussed in that workshop. And so make sure that you go to danashay.com forward slash shop and get your copy. So, we talked about our highest rated podcast, the record breaking podcast, I guess, was Making Love Outside the Bedroom. Super, super special. Now I want to talk to you guys about the most talked about series. So another thing that I love to do is I love episodes, right? Like we we all kind of have like our favorite shows. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to talk about specific topics in like a series model. And so I don't do this all the time. There are definitely episodes that are kind of standalone episodes. If there's something on my heart or there's something in the culture that I want to address or there's a, a problem that keeps coming up with my clients or with people that I'm addressing on social media or what have you, there'll be many times where we'll just do kind of a standalone episode. But I love when we're able to do series. And so the highest talked about, is that right? The most talked about, I should say, the most talked about series that I've ever done on the show 
is by far the Relationship Mistakes series. Now, that was early on. This was like in the episode 11, 12, 13, around that that time frame. And we did a series called The Relationship Mistakes. And if you haven't gotten your free ebook, I wrote a book called The Five Relationship Mistakes That Are Wrecking Your Life. You can get your free copy at relationshipmistakes.co. That's www.relationshipmistakes.co.co. And what I did with those five relationship mistakes is I made every mistake in the episode. And I will tell you that by far, the one that I get the most comments on is the forgiveness episode. It was episode 13. And I remember literally speaking with someone on the phone who had found the podcast that was her first episode that she ever listened to, and it was on forgiveness. And she was crying on the phone, talking about how she had been, y'all listen to the story. She had been crying out to God, asking for help, telling him, telling God that she needed him to help her to learn how to forgive. And it wasn't even a spouse. And God led her to my podcast, which at the time had like 13, 14 episodes. And she ended up becoming a client and we ended up walking through forgiveness in her life. And y'all like, that's why I do the show. That That is priceless. That episode, if you haven't listened to it and if you're struggling in your life with forgiveness in any relationship, again, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. Maybe you need to forgive a parent or a child or a past partner or a friend That forgiveness episode, it's where it's at. So be sure that you listen to episode 13. I think the other one that people talk about a lot is the apathy uh, episode that we did in the Relationship Mistakes series. There are, I remember there was a couple people who were like, I had never even heard of the word apathy before. I thought you were saying empathy. And so I'm I'm grateful that I was able to kind of educate some folks on what the word apathy means. But that is one of the silent killers, as I like to say, of relationships is apathy. Because apathy is basically where you're just like, I don't care. And really what happens is people are just disappointed. And when you have been disappointed time and time and time again, what happens is you develop a self-preservation mechanism. It's a defense mechanism, really, to keep yourself safe. What people do is they put on apathy. They're like, I don't care. You do what you want. I'm done with this relationship. They might not divorce or break up, but they become emotionally disconnected. They become emotionally unavailable. And that is a silent killer of relationships. And so we talked about that, and that's gotten a lot of traction. Okay, so some people have asked me, who has been my favorite guest And of course, I'm not going to name drop. Like, I mean, I've already kind of name dropped earlier, but these were just folks who I thought would never come on the show. But I have loved every guest. Now, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I got to tell y'all this story. Like, I wasn't going to go public with this story, but I'm not going to mention any names or any episodes. So I'm not outing anybody. But there was a show. As I'm interviewing this person, it's almost like a too good to be true kind of thing. Like the answers that this person was giving me were almost like they were rehearsed. And when I first started doing the show, you all, I would send my guests all the questions that I was going to ask them, right? 
And that works sometimes, especially when you have like people who are like type A personalities and they want to make sure that they're like checking all the boxes. But what I notice is that sometimes guests would be so focused on answering their question right, or they would almost be in their answer leading to the next question that they thought I was going to ask them that it to me started feeling a little bit too um, too perfect, if that makes any sense. And I just want to have real conversations with folks. So I stopped sending all the questions. But this particular guest was still when I was sending the questions, right? And so we get on the show and this person was like almost too good to be true. Like every question that I asked, it was like this perfect, clean, sanitized answer. And I was like, um... This show is called Real Relationship Talk, right? And I wanted to honor the person and I didn't want to be like, all right, like, can you be real with me and can you stop trying to be so whatever? And so then after the show wrapped, I just, I wasn't feeling great about it. I was like, okay, you know, I don't know. Like, maybe I can kind of edit some stuff out. And then, y'all, I went on this person's social media. And when I tell y'all... This person was not the person who I thought they were. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I should have gone on the social media account before I did this show. Because it, when I tell you, like, double life, that's what it was. And I was like, I called my best friend. I was like, I- I'm not going to be able to use this. And she's like, Dana, what are you going to do? I was like, I don't know. And what I did, y'all, is I had to stay up till like 2 o'clock in the morning because this was also around the time when I was doing the shows like the, the night before. <laughs> and so I ended up having to like scrap that episode last minute and do something else. And I literally was up till, I don't know, two, three, four o'clock in the morning working on that thing. And so that is kind of one of the shows that I regret doing because it was a hot mess. Okay. So back to who's my favorite guest. I would have to say my husband. Like, Sean, okay, hilariously, when I was sick, Episode 52, he did the intro. Some of y'all listened to that, right? A little two-minute intro took my man two hours. I'm not exaggerating, two hours to do that. He started at like 9 o'clock and was like 11 o'clock. I was like, what What are you doing in there? He's like, I'm trying to do the intro, you know? And it's so funny. Like, I came back in and I was listening to all of his outtakes and I was like, oh, my Father, Jesus, Lord. But Sean... Like, podcasting is not his thing. He didn't sign up to do a podcast. He supports me and everything I do, but this wasn't his thing. And so the fact that he comes on this show and the fact that he's a willing guest and the fact that he is so out of his element when he does that, it it makes him my favorite guest every single time he comes on. And every single time he comes on, I always get emails and, and DMs on social media from you guys being like, yo, what your husband said, blah, 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 blah. He was talking to me. You know, men who I've never heard of before, never seen them before ever in my life, didn't even know they were following me on social media, will be like, hey, you need to tell my man thanks for what he said. And I'm like, really? Okay, I will tell him. Thank you so much for listening. So I love him. And I'm grateful for him. And I'm so thankful. I was actually going to have him come on and be like, hey, do you want to come and like greet everybody for the one year? And he literally asked me, how much do you need me to talk? 
So I was like, you know what? He sends his love, okay? He's with us in spirit. Bless the Lord. So what do we have coming up, you guys? We are heading into year two, and I have so many plans. First of all, you're going to hear some music change. So we are changing up our theme music in the next few weeks. You're going to hear a new little intro. I also am getting a podcast manager, which I'm super excited about because that's going to help the show to grow. I have been being asked to guest on other people's shows. And so I've been doing that kind of sporadically, but now it's starting to become more of a thing. And so I'm super excited about just reaching a new audience on other people's shows. And I want you to continue to come along for the ride. When I tell you that I want to hear from you, I genuinely want to hear from you because this podcast is not about me. It's about you. If I'm up here having a great time and talking and interviewing great, great people and, you know, having a blast, that's all well and fine. But if it's not what you need or what you want to hear, then I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting yours. And so when I tell you I want to hear from you, I mean that. So send me a direct message on social media. Email me. Reach out and let me know how we can continue to make this podcast the best that it can be. You all, I love you so much. I'm so thankful for you. I'm so grateful for what we have been able to accomplish in a year. We have not missed an episode. We have not missed a week. Like that is huge to me. I don't know if it's huge to you, but it is huge to me. And so I'm just super, super grateful, you guys. Thank you again for being along on the ride. I cannot wait for year two and the guests that we're going to have, the topics that we're going to talk about, the new people that we're going to bring into the Real Relationship Talk community. So before I go, I want to encourage you, let's continue the conversation. I've got a Facebook group. It's called Christian Marriages and Relationships. I will have the link to that group in the show notes of this podcast, but you can always just go to Facebook and search Christian Marriages and Relationships. You'll see my my picture there so you know you're in the right group. And that's where we continue the conversation, not just from the podcast, but also just regular relationship talk. And so I would love for you to be a part of that group. And as you heard in the commercial, I am kicking off a group coaching class for women called Wife Life. If you are a wife, you need to have yourself in this class, okay? It is super affordable. It is something that you are going to remember. It is going to be, I believe, a marker in your relationship journey I'm super excited about it. I want you there. So be sure to register. You can register at danashay.com forward slash wife life, or you can always just go to my shop page, danashay, D-A-N-A-C-H-E dot com forward slash shop. So there we have it, you guys. A year in review, an amazing year in review. Thank you so much. I just bless you. I love you. I am grateful for you. Thank you for being a part of this journey. I could not do this without you. Wouldn't want to do it without you. I do it for you. And I hope that you really feel that. So that's all for this week. I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.
The Historical Jesus Podcast is the sweeping saga of the life and times of Galilean Jesus of Nazareth, as well as the faith, religion, and church founded to honor and disseminate his acts and teachings. Join me, Mark Vinette, on this fascinating journey through time, exploring the many great works of Christian theology, literature, architecture, music, and art inspired by the words and deeds of Jesus Christ.